This morning we dealt with um, a topic in the sense of embracing the kingdom movement by workforce development. And I want to shed a little bit tonight on the work because I don't want us leaving out of here not being clear on the work. Um, and I was just looking at a couple things that hopefully we can kind of just reflect on a little bit tonight. So what the work looks like, that's, that's what I want to talk about tonight, what the work looks like, just to follow up from this morning. Um, go to Acts chapter 5, verse 12. Lord, I just want to say thank you. you. Realize how many places we could be except here, I mean, other than here. No, not all of them are good now. The Bible says, uh, verse 12, and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Now, something I want us to understand here. When we talk about signs and wonders, remember in Mark chapter 16, Jesus is closing out right before he ascends in front of the disciples. I mean, imagine all of us are standing there with the rest of the disciples. And Jesus is talking to us. I mean, just regular conversation. And he finishes the conversation, and we, st we see him start to just go up. And he keep going. This is the way he ascends. So now, I'm just saying, I want, you to, I want you to understand their mindset. So Jesus is giving some instructions. And now he left. So now what are we going to do? Either we're going to look and say, well, did he really mean that? Or we're going to do what he said. After walking with him for three and a half years, we really can think that whatever he said he mean. After recognizing he did say he was going to die, be buried, and on the third day, rise again, and he did. So we have a track record with him, is what I'm saying. And now he wants us to uh, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, uh, cast out devils. He wants us to do that. And he said, now these signs are going to follow. So there are going to be some signs that follow us. So in verse 12 here, now, mind you, Jesus has ascended. He's gone. So they are only operating on the word he said. This is no longer, because, you know, people could have made the case before, well, you know, Jesus was still here. That's why they was able to cast out the devils. You know, he was just right up the street, and they was just right around the corner. No, I mean, you know, people make crazy cases for stuff. Well, now he's ascended, and it says, and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. See, I, I was sitting at home, and I said, you know what? How is this really crazy that you sitting up here talking to a group of people about doing greater works than Jesus did. People ain't talking about this. They whether just talk about, you know, how you're going to get a new house and how you're going to get a new car and how you're going to get some money and how, you know, and prophesy to your shoe size and what your license plate look like, all of this kind of stuff. 
And now here I said, Lord, you know, it's, I mean, I'm just saying these thoughts that I have, me and the Lord. But okay, I need to come back here and talk about kingdom stuff with people just looking at me like, hmm. Everybody ain't talking about this, Pastor. You do know that, right? Yes, I do know that. But I'm looking and said, we're creating wonderful preachers, but no workers. And we wonder why things are the way they are in our world. So, and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought. That word wrought has to do with work. So many signs and wonders were worked among the people. So these signs and wonders that were worked among the people was confirming that the kingdom had come. I mean, how do you convince people that things are different unless you do something different? Verse 13, and of the rest durst no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. Now, watch this. And believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes, both of men and women. Hmm. So people were added because the work was being done. So if the work ain't being done, think about this. Some people... I, I hear this all the time, that, peop, that, that, there's a, that, that the young people really now are hungry for um, the supernatural. That's, what, that's the way they put it. Young people are really hungry for the supernatural. They're hungry for the supernatural because we're starving them. Because the people who are supposed to be doing the supernatural are not. And that's us. We're supposed to be doing this. So we have some of the greatest cancer treatment places and all of these other kinds of things. And, I, and I'm, I'm not knocking any of that. People would, but I'm saying, what happens to us then? Do we always need a new virus or something with no cure before we start believing God? Is that, is that what God sends as a wake-up call or allows as a wake-up call so we'll get back on our P's and Q's? You know, I hear people say, well, you know, in Africa they have miracles because they believe God. Well, you know, I beg the difference. Because I believe God. Oh, I'm, 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 starting, I'm starting to get a little perturbed here in that now, Ken. I am. Starting to get a little perturbed. Because I believe God. But you know the one thing about it? They, you either got the witch doctor or, 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 or the people of God. They ain't got medicine. That's what they don't have. Because everybody's putting their faith in something. And I think in America, our faith is in our pharmaceutical individuals. And I'm not saying, don't, don't give it. Pastor, you saying don't take medicine? No, that's not what I'm saying. I said, you know, you, yeah, please take your medicine. <clears throat> please. We don't want to see you without you taking your medicine. 
<laughs> Whatever kind of medicine it is, take your medicine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying it seems like we become so dependent on something else until all of a sudden something rises up that the medicines or the knowledge, the expertise of others cannot handle. Okay, for instance, people, there's medicine, but when it comes to, when you hear the cancer word, people react differently. No cure. So I'm saying when we get to that no cure stuff, then it's like, oh God, oh God. But why can't we be like that on everything? Even the things that have medicine. Said I'm not going to stay, stay right here. Okay. So people were at it because the work was being done. Look at verse 15. In so much that they brought forth the sick into the streets. God, dude, I, I just, Lord, please. I'm telling you, ain't you tired of just reading this? Candace, how would you like to go to the hospital and just clear it out? Clear it out. Everybody, get your stuff. Just, I'm, I'm being serious. Just, you know, just make all kind of commotion. In so much they brought, for, and see, here's the, this is the, I'm, okay, okay, Holy Spirit, I said I was going to stay calm. This is what gets me. The people are bringing other people. This ain't us going to get them. This is because we have done the work that now people have identified a place where the work is being done. We coming to you. We're going to give folk to you because it's some work that need to be done. Ain't that amazing? But yet, okay, please, I ain't talking about nobody in general. You don't need a church growth conference when you're doing the work. Look, you want to know how to grow it? Do the work. Insomuch that they brought people, not the apostles. But we tell everybody, bring them to church. Bring them to church. Bring them to church. Yeah, bring them to church. But what happened when you can't get in here because other people bringing other people in here? Insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets. See, you got to understand the reason they're in the streets because they couldn't get in no other building. Ain't no space now. And laid them on beds and couches in the street. Y'all need to stay awake for a minute because I'm, I'm about to hit you with something. I, I am. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to just all outright just blow you out of here with this. Insomuch they brought forth the sick into the streets, laid them on the beds and couches that at the least, at the least, the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, here, here's what I'm going to Watch this. Straight up grenade, pull the plug, bam. You know, okay, here, here's the deal. When did you ever see Jesus walk by and his shadow heal somebody? 
at y'all. Look at y'all. Where did you ever see in the scripture, Donald, that Jesus walked by and his shadow healed somebody? I said, wow, God, I never, I said, I ain't even see that. I mean, I've been reading this all the time. I'm like, well, Jesus, you know, you, you've never, he said, greater works. He said, I wasn't playing. Greater works. Greater works. So I was like, I, I, Jesus, I, I never read it. You know, you, you, you walk past in your shadow. Yeah. However, <laughs> John chapter 20, well, since y'all was doing it, just go to John 14 and 12 first, Derek. I'm sorry. Miss Jackie will let you know I changed my mind periodically. John 14 and 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do. So you're going to do the same thing I do now. You will do the same thing. But, and greater, and greater, and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto the Father. So Jesus is sitting down, so he said, you're going to do greater stuff because I went to the Father. John chapter 20 now, verse 30, please. So I got to look in and I say, okay. I've never seen where Jesus walked past and his shadow healed somebody. However, according to the book, we ain't seen written everything that he did. Oh, I'm preaching better than you saying amen. So maybe there's stuff that we just ain't seen written that he did do. So Peter said, oh, yeah, one time I saw his shadow. So y'all just get everybody in the street and my shadow will take care of it. It just wasn't written. Don't mean it didn't happen. So I'm saying, what, what, what are you going to do with you? That we might not have seen written. But he's going to use you to do it. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. But don't you want to see something? Don't you want to see more than this? I mean, I'm really craving his kingdom to come. I want to see what is, see, I've gotten convinced, Mr. Plummer, in my mind, it just, it, God has just did this. I'm convinced that the kingdom way is better than everything else. So I always want his kingdom to come. I believe the kingdom way is better than the service we put together. I believe if God want to rush in here with a mighty rushing wind, I believe the kingdom way is better than our way. Believe we, we lock all the doors and he decided to show up. The kingdom way is better than our way. See, don't I, I, I just feel like I need something 
now. I need some, I need a kingdom connection. I need his kingdom to come and his will to be done. Because I, I'm, I'm, the political party is not going to make the difference. <laughs> we, was, we was somewhere last night and this lady said, don't matter who we vote for, neither one of them going to do what they said they was going to do anyway. <laughs> I said, Lord, help us. But the king will do exactly what he said he will do. Let, let, let me stay here. I, I say, I, I feel it warming up in here, so let me, let me stay here. Look at verse 16. Acts chapter 5, verse 16. So now, they've done all of this. So look at this. So they've done, what we're talking about is work. They were out doing the work. So they're bringing folks, putting them in the street. Ain't got time, you know, maybe when he come out the building, then his shadow will just, you know, we, ain't got, we can't get him in the building. You know, they tore the roof off when Jesus was in the building. I guess they just figured it that, you know, there's too many folks to even tear the roof off. Because when they tore the roof off, they only had one person. So look at verse 16. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem. Bringing sick folks. See, I believe, I really believe sick folk are an opportunity to demonstrate the kingdom of God. Let one of y'all lay hands on somebody with the coronavirus and they get healed. CNN all over you. I mean, seriously, you, you a disease with no cure, somebody lay hands on them and they get healed. So now, how many folks going to come from across the globe? Can I be honest with you? They ain't really concerned about your Jesus right then. <laughs> I mean, but you get to tell them that the kingdom is here. So now you just seen to demonstrate, do you want it? Do you want it? Because you remember this. Jesus healed a whole lot of folks who didn't get saved. So I'm, I'm going back to learning what my job is. My job is to do this work, see. And see, when I do the work, it, it, I, I can't save nobody. I, you, we were empowered to do the work. Not to be the savior. See, we can't get this twisted. Did you do the work? We can work on folk that don't get saved. It's okay. You did the work. They can't say that they didn't know the kingdom was here. All right. Come on. Come on, come on y'all. We're going to go. We're going to go. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks, and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, everyone. You know, one of the things I always think when I read this kind of stuff is how, is the, how did the world so, they were so, um, we don't know who got spirits today, but they seem real clear on who had them there. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? They brought them. 
we would, well, let, let's counsel and see what that is. Well, let's say, no, they just, okay, they got a spirit. Here you go. We, Jesus, can you, can you take care of this right here? They were real clear. I said, and these kids, the unsaved people were clear. And the Bible says, and they healed, look at this, every one of them. What's it like when everybody get healed? No matter what it was, oh, you're going to be healed. Ain't nobody going home without being healed. What is it like when that happened? But no, no, notice, okay, let me show you what's happening now. This is Acts chapter 5. You correct? We, we, we good? Go back to Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. And when he had called them to him, his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. So, Matthew chapter 10, verses 1, is the instructions Jesus gave. Acts chapter 5, we're looking at the, the work being done based on the instructions. So what if we just said, you know what? That's right. That's what we're supposed to do. I just hope that I get a few of us to hear me and really say, you know what? This week I'm looking for. I'm looking for an opportunity. I'm looking, all you, just, just pray for them. And all you need to do when you finish praying, kingdom of heaven is here. You let, see what God going to do. See how he going to confirm it. Let's see what he going to do. He's running to and fro to show himself strong on behalf of somebody that's willing to step out there. And now I think from this morning you learn you ain't got to have all the credentials. All right, Acts chapter 9, we're going to get ready to close on out here. I just, you know, I... I know folks, people are hot and tired. It's been a long day. Time, they, they don't change the time on me so folks don't lost an hour. I know all of this. You know, I told you that stuff. That's, that's a conspiracy. They're working against the church. Monday, they ain't changing it because they want you at work on time. They don't want you tired coming in. They want you to work for Pharaoh. They want you to get plenty of rest before that. <laughs> Sunday, no, we change everything. We do all kind of stuff. Don't matter. Ain't nobody going to church. Acts 9 and 32. And it came to pass as Peter passed throughout all quarters, he came down also to the saints which dwelt at Lydia. At Lydia. Now, I'm, I'm going to share something with you. So now listen to this, what the scripture is saying, that Peter comes to a city of Lydia, and there are saints there. You with me? There are saints there already. Yes. I'll, 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 I'll just look at verse 33. And there he found a certain man named Aeneas, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. Now, Aeneas has been there eight years. And there are other saints there. What I am telling you is, 
you may follow the instructions, but that don't mean that everybody is. Stop looking for everybody else to give you confirmation that you need to be doing the work. Go by what Jesus said. This man, eight years, eight, and saints are there. I saw me and my wife was riding home. She, we were saying, I repent. Lord, I just repent. How long have I been disobedient to your instructions and somebody's left in their situation? So, Peter goes down to Lydda, a city, finds another man there, Aeneas, kept his bed eight years, was sick of the palsy. Listen, your work may not be with a lot of people. Peter in this whole city, one person. Now, I know we don't put people out on the streets and all of that and your shadow passing by. Isn't it amazing that after people have those kind of big, wonderful crusade ministries, Jesus called you to one person there. Can you still minister? So I believe, you know, don't, don't always look for the work to be with so many people. Verse 34, and Peter said unto him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole arise and make your bed, and he arose immediately. Can I, can I give you the saint's interpretation of this? Father, in the name of Jesus, what do you want to do, Lord? Just let me know. What, what is your will here, Father? I just need to know your will. I know this man has been it's eight years. What do you want to do? Excuse me, I gotta go, I gotta go pray first. Peter, okay, do you understand? He is new in the city. Oh, you can't walk. Get up. Are you, see, because this is what I felt that, I felt that it was impressed on people when they got saved that we have to know God's will. And we made it. We got to know his will for these people. So let's pray about the will of God for this crippled man. If you were crippled, what would you want? Or you want somebody to pray about it? So let's, okay, can we pull back the cover, covers uh, from eternity for a moment and look in and understand so pulling back the covers, what we want to do, Sharon, is we want to talk to God about what he said we need to do. Okay, Lord, I know what you said about healing the sick, but do you really, you know, he is sick, but do you want me to? You know, this, this is the approach I'm taking. Cause I, I, and I'm being honest with you. I'm just trying to be seriously honest with you. I know people are, you know, you, 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 you don't need to be doing this. this. This is what the apostles did. And people will tell you there's no more apostles. and no more. I don't have time for all of that. I don't. Because when he said it originally in Matthew chapter 10, it was disciples. Are you going to tell me there ain't no more of them either? I mean, you know, all of this little twisted stuff. Why don't we take this approach? Do it to Jesus tell you to stop. Because the approach that most people took was, 
I'll wait till he tell me to do it. Why don't you do it till he say stop? When Jesus tell you stop healing them folk, then you stop. If he don't say that, keep right on. What's the approach I'm going to take? Sitting up here, wow, well, should I, uh, well, uh, uh, should I pray for, oh, God, oh. So you're going through all of this mental stuff. Peter walked up in there, oh, eight years, and you can't walk. Get up. Look at this. Nowhere did he pray. Nowhere. This was an absolute command to a man he didn't even know. You see, are you seeing this? And Peter said to him, he, this one no unspoken request. Said, well, you can hear it. Aeneas, call his name. Everyone in here to sit. No, Aeneas, the lame one, the crippled one. He says, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make your bed. The Bible says he arose immediately. All we, mm, okay, 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 okay. He didn't pray about what was wrong. He spoke the truth to it. God help me not to pray about what's wrong. Let me speak the truth to it. This is the truth. Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise. Make your bed. We got stuff to do. What you do in this bed? Come on. Now look at verse 35. And all that dwelt at Lydda and Saran saw him and turned to the Lord. One person's work affects a whole city. Two cities actually. So because he ministered to Aeneas, two cities turned to the Lord. Verse 36. Now there was a Joppa. Now, now, now here's, I wanted, I wanted to show you the contrast. Now there was a Joppa, a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and alms deeds, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died, whom when they had washed, they laid her in the upper chamber. Now, what do we know about her? Instantly. All right, she's a disciple first. <laughs> yeah, y'all sick and died. Is she sick and died? Yeah, yeah. But she's, notice the scripture made, made an emphasis on her relationship with Christ. The first thing you learn about her, uh, in essence, is her relationship with Christ. Yes, she, she, then it goes on to her good works. Then it goes on to her being sick and dying. Now, after she dies, uh, sick and dying, when they had washed, they laid her in the upper chamber. Now, I'm going to show you something. Verse 38. Uh, for as much as little was not a Joppa and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men. So they sent messengers. Hey, man, come over here. We heard about the stuff you're doing. Come on over here. This woman died. Verse 39, Peter arose. And this helps me see why some people 
call on other saints to do some things that I believe that they have the ability to do, but they just don't know that. Now, I mean, and if I'm wrong, I'm, Lord, show me. I'm serious. But I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to, he say, stop. I'd rather do that instead of cowering in the corner somewhere and not believing God for anything. You, you raise a couple people from the dead, you'd be all right. <laughs> Some of y'all, after you get over being scared, but you'd be all right. You scared, they really got up, yeah. Have you ever read Matthew, Matthew 28, and I think it's around about verse 50? It is an astounding piece of scripture. When Jesus gets up out the grave, all the saints that were dead got up and walked in the city. What was the people saying then? But Grandma, what you doing here? I, I mean, we just buried you last week. All the saints, not one, not two, all of them got up and walked into the city. See, if you think Lazarus was a problem, look now. See, I, I think Jesus just does things to let us know, y'all, it ain't, this ain't as complicated as you think. I am the resurrection and the life. When we start really looking at all that's in Christ, I, I mean, it's just like, What's too hard? What's really too hard? Okay. Y'all ready now? Now I want you, like I said, I want us to see the difference with this one. So, Peter arose, verse 39, went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber, and all the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and the garments which Dorcas made while she was with them. I ain't going to deal with that. Verse 40. But Peter put them all forth. All y'all get out. And kneel down and pray. Wait a minute. Why, why is Peter praying now? We, we, we just. Aeneas. Eight years. You crippled. I, I mean, you know. You, you, we ain't even pray. Said the Lord, make you whole. Now, now, why are we showing up in here praying? Come on, scholars. I mean, you know, we, we you, you know, he, Peter could have been on a spiritual high, like, whoa, come on, girl, get up, get up. No, he, he said, no, no, I, I need to pray. This I need to pray about. Absence from the body is to be present with the Lord. This is a saint. It's a saint. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This ain't got nothing to do with what we want. Because look, look what we're saying. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth. God allowed her to die. Now, okay, Lord, do you want her to come back? Is it okay if she come back? I don't believe Peter's praying about, do I have power to do this? 
See, remember when Lazarus died? Why did he die? I'm going to let y'all find this in your Bible. Go back. Uh, is it John chapter 15? Is it, well, go back. Why did Lazarus die? No, okay, read it out. Actually, read it out the text so everybody else will hear exactly like, like Jesus said. It is written. Because you remember, Jesus loved Lazarus. So they have a relationship. So somebody that Jesus loved died. But why did he die? See, y'all ain't going to be resting with it. Now, y'all find it now. Oh, come on. Come up. Dr. Hall, come on. John 11, verse 4. And when Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Did you get that? Yes. So his death was for the purpose of God being glorified. So wait a minute, what about Dorcas? We just can't bust up here and act like we know what's going on. Let's see what the father has to say about this. After all, she has a relationship with him. Let's see. I wanted you to see the difference. It's not just like we're, we're blatantly endowed with power and we go along. We, 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 this ain't like somebody give you uh, a nine millimeter, nine millimeter and you go out here shooting all up and down the street because you got, you know, your weapon has rounds in it. So you figure I just keep shooting everywhere I want to. No, you aim. So when it came time to deal with the situation with Aeneas, the kingdom, in the kingdom, ain't nobody crippled. When it came time to deal with Dorcas, she had left this place and went to the kingdom. Why in the world would you want to come back? Unless it was for the glory of God. You see what I'm saying? So one, you don't have to pray about. The other one, you do. Now, I believe, this is my belief. Tasha, this is my belief. If Dorcas would have been unsaved, it wouldn't have been no prayer. You know she ain't ready to go. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what are we, we? You know she wasn't ready to go. But a saint. Now, you need to get permission from the king for a saint to come back. Because that's where we're at. Y'all with me? Let me get back to my stuff here. So, he put them all out, kneeled down, and prayed, turning him to the body. <laughs> you know, the funny thing, he didn't turn to her. See, this, I, nothing in Scripture is written by accident, okay? Turning him to the body said, because he knew she wasn't in there.
He knew she wasn't in there. Absent from the body. No, 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 no. Absent from the body. He knew she wasn't in there, so he turned to the body. If, if, if she'd have been in there, it would have said he turned to her. You see that? You see what I'm saying? And turning him to the body said, Tabitha, arise. He already prayed now. He's got permission. So now watch this. And she opened her eyes. Did you see that? We went from a body to she opened her eyes now. She's back. I am preaching better than y'all saying amen. Y'all are sleeping tired. That's what's going on tonight. She opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. Because she was back. Okay, we, 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 we go. Verse 41. And he gave her his hand, lifted her up, and when he had called the saints and the widows, presented her alive. And it was known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. So one work, one work again, affects many people. And I guess, my, I, you know, as, as we're finished. Don't be afraid to minister to one person. Like, you know, sometimes we're like, well, well, you know, you want the crowds. The world has taught us the wrong things that the more people you have and all of that kind of stuff, the more successful you are and all of that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Philip was, was ministering to folks everywhere, and the Holy Ghost told him, go meet one eunuch. One eunuch. And minister to him. Don't be afraid to do one-on-one -on -one ministry with somebody. You don't know what that's going to do. You don't know how God's going to use it. And it shouldn't matter to you. Don't be afraid of that. So, I am finished. This is the work that needs to be done. <laughs>